My name is Lars Rasmussen, here to tell you about Weave Music. So I, want to, I want you to think about a record, whether on vinyl or a CD or download or streaming, a record is still always just a single static audio file. And all you get to change as the listener is the volume. What if instead we made a record a recipe for the song? supplied by the artist that lets the listener change the tempo of the song or the energy of the song or the mood of the song while you listen to it. As if you had the band with you playing the perfect version of their song just for you. That's what my new startup Weave Music does. We call it adaptive music. This is our mixing panel that artists and producers used typically to take an existing hit song and convert it to our new adaptive format. Have a listen to Clean Bandit's Rockabye hit, the adaptive version, in particular how good it sounds when I almost double the tempo. For a baby, all I want, no one will come, she's got to say the truth, tells him your life, ain't gonna be nothing like my life, you're gonna go and have a good life. Did you hear how, as the tempo changed, the artists got to gently rearrange their song, introducing a new beat, changing to a drum and bass vibe, even dropped the vocals to half time to make it sound perfect, no matter what tempo the listener picks at playback time. We're just getting started on this journey here, and already we've made adaptive music with some of the world's top artists from all three major labels and several indies. So if you're a musician, want to try this out, do come talk to me after this. Now, why are we so excited about music that can change? Well, it turns out that there is a whole universe of experiences where an adaptive song will be much more engaging than a static background track. And I want to show you just one example. This is a running app called We've Run that we launched a couple of months ago. And the app automatically picks up my running tempo and automatically makes the music play in sync with me. This is um, Outcast by Miss Jackson, which is a slow track originally, but hear what happens when I start moving. How cool was that? That music followed my movement. And it makes you fly when you're out there running because when you move in sync with the beat of awesome music like that, your brain starts producing endorphins that lowers your sense of fatigue and actually makes you perform better. And speaking of performing better, yes, you are right. Adaptive music is perfect for the bedroom. <laughs> yes, I said that. It is perfect for the bedroom. And in fact, Weave's next product, which will come out next year, is a delightful lovemaking game, a musical lovemaking game using the same adaptive music. I haven't found a way to demo that on stage. <laughs> But do buy me a drink later, and I'll tell you all about it. 
Now, adaptive music isn't just for running and lovemaking. Think of all of fitness. Think of extreme sports scenarios. Think of dance teaching. Think of kids' games. Oops. Think of kids' games and think of, of course, AR and VR. Uh, there is a whole universe, like I said, of experiences where adaptive music will be much more engaging than static background music. Of course, my little company isn't going to build all of that. And so we'll launch a platform where anyone building an experience that could benefit from adaptive music can get the music and the technology needed from us. So come talk to me about that as well. I think that's my five minutes. Um, I get three minutes for questions as well, I think. Yeah? Five minutes for questions. Questions. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah, so in order to make an adaptic version of an existing track, you need the same stems you need if you were making a dance remix. And in fact, the, the process of making an adaptive track is almost the same as making a dance remix. It's just that the tempo is decided by the listener playback time, and then the musician, the producer, gets to respond with the perfect remix of the song at that tempo. All right, um, how, does the, how, how do you speed up the uh, song without changing the key of the vocals in, in real time. I've seen system, like I've used things for education, if I want to change the key of the song, it kind of takes a while to process that, typically. Yeah, so I, I hope you heard the example with Clean Bandit, how clean it was. I almost doubled the tempo of that song, but the vocals sounded perfectly natural throughout it. And it's, it's a combination of technology and production techniques. So when when we, we are not just applying algorithms to music here, but we're making that mixing panel available to producers, and then they get to decide how to deal with the vocals. And typically it involves little by little dropping the vocals to half time, but keeping the rhythms getting faster and faster. So, uh, so I'm an artist myself, but I just wanted to know, are you integrating it into existing doors, or is that its own door? So currently, it's its own DAW. We, obviously, we want to go there when we get a little bigger. But right now, what happens is that you make the stems in whatever DAW you prefer, Pro Tools, Logic, Ableton Live, and then you import that at the last step of your work into our mixing panel. So we work with all the DAWs. Are you accepting volunteers for the lovemaking app? Yeah, you know, so I have worked in tech for 30 years now, and this is the first time I worked on a project where everyone wants to work in quality assurance. And I think, I think that's a really good sign. Yes, I am. I'm surprised no one is asking, how did you come up with this crazy idea? Let me know, how did you come up with this crazy idea? Oh, thanks for asking. Um, this is my co-founder, Elomita Visviki. She's a marketing genius and also a seasoned entrepreneur, and we're uh, life partners as well. This is our other startup, Nanalee. She's 15 months old. Thank you. Uh, and this whole crazy journey into adaptive music tech started when Ello had the bright idea of bringing a metronome into our bedroom and insisting that I adapt my tempo to its tempo. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for asking, because now I can also get to the slide with my email address. Other questions? Uh, it's hard to follow that, but um, <laughs> so in, I mean, there's a difference between like, what, you, what you set out for this thing to do and what it's actually doing, but in practice, you find the use cases more people integrating it to their own experiences, like 
VR or maybe like a company like Nike that uses this technology? Or do you see it as being almost a replacement for the way that people um, actually listen to music nowadays in a place more like Spotify, like a purely musical experience uh, as opposed to something that's in another kind of ecosystem? Uh, well, so I think in, in the beginning, where adaptive music really shines is when it's well integrated into an activity, an experience like running, like lovemaking. We'd love to talk to Nike, by the way, if anyone is here about using our music in their app. But as this takes off, and you know, we're just getting started, even figuring out what kind of knobs users want, want to dial. We're very focused on tempo right now, but there are other scenarios where energy is more interesting. And so it's, it's a journey that'll go far. We, so we think, obviously, otherwise we wouldn't commit our lives to doing this, our professional lives to doing this. But we think as our lives become increasingly digital and more and more of our experiences involve apps and headsets and, and wearables and so on, there's just more and more opportunity for music to be adaptive. And it'll become a very important part of the record industry going forward. And thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.